Good evening, all you creatures of the night. It's that time of year again. The cool, crisp air nips at your neck as the leaves begin to change all around you. Fall is finally upon us, and now the glorious month of October has befallen us. We have 31 days to watch all of the terrifying, blood-curdling films before we finally reach All Hallows' Eve. But which films to watch? Where do I begin? This is the latest podcast episode of It Records and the return of the annual recommendation show, Halloween Horror. Hello. Welcome to Fright Night. I ate his liver with some fava beans. Good evening, all you creatures of the night, and welcome back to the It Records podcast. Thank you for joining me here today. I appreciate it. As always, today we are doing yet again an episode in our little sideshow podcast called Halloween Horror. If you don't know what that is, it is a side podcast we've been doing in the month of October for about the past three years now, and it's Myself, Matt Johnson, giving you a suggestion for a movie to watch every day in the month of October. I'm giving you a movie October 1st, 2nd, 3rd, 4th, 5th, and so on, all the way up until Halloween. And today is Thursday, October 8th, and I'm going to give you my 8th recommendation for a film. Also, as a caveat, these are all new suggestions. These are not films that I suggested last year or the year prior in Halloween Horror. They are completely new suggestions. For movies that you forgot about, haven't seen, don't know about at all. Um, you, you don't maybe follow the horror genre as much as Pete Lindsay and I do. We watch them all year. We have lists compiled forever of movies we need to watch or going to watch for the podcast. So I hopefully you can come here and we'll give you a suggestion of something to watch. As another layer, what I've done this year is I'm going to be recommending movies between 1990 and 2020. 2020. That's correct. And I'll be chronologically recommending those movies. So the first day of October, I gave a movie from 1990. Then October 2nd was a movie from 1991. And when we get to Halloween, I'll be giving you a recommendation for a movie in 2020 that came out this year. So with that being said, today is Thursday, October 8th. And the year I'll be recommending the movie is 1997. So where were you? It's 1997. We're seven years into the 90s. We're approaching Y2K. Where were you when this movie came out in 1997? Wishmaster. That's right. Wishmaster is an American fantasy slasher film directed by Robert Kurtzman. And it was actually executive produced by Wes Craven. 
He was the executive producer of Wishmaster. There are several sequels to Wishmaster, including Wishmaster 2, Evil Never Dies in 1999, Wishmaster 3, Beyond the Gates of Hell in 2001, and then finally, Wishmaster, The Prophecy Fulfilled in 2002. So it had four, four films in, in pretty quick succession after this first one in 1997 that Wes Craven produced, although Wes Craven didn't hang around for the whole series, but he was a part of this first one. If you have no idea what the Wishmaster series is, uh, the plot concerns a gin, B-J-I-N-N. If you don't know what that is, it's essentially a genie. Um, it's an evil genie, a wish-granting evil genie. And it is an evil genie who is released from a jewel and seeks to capture the soul of a woman who discovered him, thereby opening a portal and freeing his fellow jinn to inhabit and enslave the earth. And the body counts rise. So I really kind of enjoy the premise for this film. And I mean, the other four, I have not seen the whole series. I, I really want to. Um, just because I think this is a very underutilized subgenre. It's fantasy slasher, but it's a gin, it's a genie. And I think before Disney really changed your perception of it with, you know, Aladdin um, and making it seem like, or I Dream of Genie, really, which is even prior to Wishmaster, where it's like these lovable, um, enslaved, magical beings that just grant you three wishes, and that is it. And they're funny, and that's all they're meant to do. Where really, historically, I mean, there's a jinn who's an evil genie, um, and there's consequences to your wishes. Um, there, there is. They're not, they are not just wish-granting, wish-fulfilling creatures that you've pulled out from whatever they're entrapped in. They can um, do their own bidding and have their own free will to some extent. Um, and could um, do harm to you or twist your wishes. And I think... If done right, this could definitely be a genre that is untapped. I mean, you don't see gins or genies in many other horror series, let alone a series that has four films. So it has four films. You're asking, was it successful? Was it popular uh, critically? And we just don't know about it. Was it big at the box office? Well, for this first one that was released in September, September 19th of 1997, right in that fall time period, right before Halloween, it had a budget of $5 million. It had a box office success of 15.7. So it's not a huge success, but it definitely tripled its budget uh, enough to make you know, two, three, and four. And I would say this does have a cult following. It wasn't really uh, a critical success. Uh, it has a 28% Rotten Tomatoes. But people, I think, are drawn to this series. It, it falls... Um, into a cult following. Uh, I, it's a terrible description, but it does. It has four films, and I, I do think it has its own set of of fans that really revolve around this series. And to be fair, during the 90s, a lot of series that were slashers, there were sequels, there were potential remakes uh, or reboots. There were things that were popular in the 90s. I'm sorry, in the 80s. And the 90s was looking for something to really you know, revamp the horror genre instead of just pumping out the same thing you had seen over and over again. Um, something you'd seen, you know, three previous movies. Or maybe people are getting tired of the slasher of the masked killer. We get something different. And, and Wes Craven, to be fair, is a great person to do it. He 
was the mind behind a lot of those films in the 80s or one of the bigger ones, which is Nightmare on Elm Street. And he tried to do that with Wishmaster uh, in 1997, towards the end of the decade, where in 1996, he did kind of rewrite um, the genre, revamp it with Scream, which created that meta horror, looking back at all the other slasher films, poking fun at it, and people really got engaged with the genre again. Wishmaster didn't really take off in the same way, but I think it was an attempt to kind of embark from the typical slasher norms, but enough that you could relate it to other films. And this is a very untapped field that I think has a lot of potential. With that being said, I mentioned Nightmare on Elm Street and Wes Craven. This has a lot of people in it. Um, maybe not your leads, but a lot of people from the horror genre that you might be familiar with. Notable actors include Robert Engel, who plays Freddy Krueger in the Nightmare on Elm Street. He is in this film. Antique Collector, uh, that's what Robert Engel plays. Sorry, Kane Hodder is also in this film. Kane Hodder played Jason Voorhees through many of the Friday the 13th films. Uh, Tony Todd is in this movie, and he played Candyman, which was in 1992. Ted Raimi is in this movie, who's in Candyman, but also brother to uh, Sam Raimi, director of Evil Dead and the Evil Dead series. And Joseph Pilato from Day of the Dead, and so on and so forth. So a lot of people are in this movie. Wes Craven produced it. It, it It's a fun, entertaining movie, I think. It... it it's a 90s movie for sure, but I, I, I think it's underrated. I think it's many people honestly don't even know about it. And if you're looking for like a 90s slasher movie that isn't Leprechaun, that isn't Michael Myers, that isn't Freddy Krueger, give Wishmaster a try. I really think it's uh, a little un uh, uh, hidden gem, if you will. Um, no pun intended, seeing as the gin is housed in a gem when he is released. But with that, if you're looking to watch it, where you can find it um, is Prime. You'll be able to watch it there. Uh, Tubi, uh, iTunes Store, Vudu, YouTube, Google Play, all for rent. I don't believe it is in um, Huluween at all. Uh, potentially in Shudder. Actually, I'm sorry, I didn't check that. But it potentially could be in Shudder. It seems like a movie that would be streamable there if you have a subscription to Shudder. Honorable mentions in 1997. Beyond Wishmaster. Mimic came out at this time. Alien uh, Resurrection came out at this time. American Werewolf in Paris. I know what you did last summer when we have done on this podcast, a full-length episode. Scream 2 came out in 1997 as well. We have not done a full-length episode on that, but we did a Halloween horror and a full-length episode on Scream itself. So that's the second one. Uh, Wes Craven did Scream 2 and Wishmaster in... 1997, and finally, Event Horizon also came out in this year, which is a sci-fi horror film that we did a full-length episode on, if you want to check that one out. And we also did a full-length episode on, I know you did last summer, I think I mentioned that, maybe I didn't, but we did a full-length episode on that, if you want to check that out. That's 97 horror, where we're starting to see um, the slasher films, but really because of the success of Scream, which came out in 1996. You get I know you did last summer, I'm sure Urban Legend is going to be out um, pretty soon. And actually, I'll give you a tidbit into 1998, which will be tomorrow. I'm doing a film that kind of is piggybacking on the success of Scream. Uh, not another Scream movie, if you will. But those are the, some honorable mentions in the horror genre 1997. And I'll finish up 
with some things that happened outside of the horror genre in 1987. What was going on in the world um, at this time? Princess Di, um, she uh, was killed in the car crash in Paris uh, on August 31st, 1997. That was a major world event that happened in France um, during that time, and over 1.5 billion people around the world watched her funeral. The Kyoto Protocol agreed with 150 countries to sign up that, at a global warming conference, which is still intact today. Uh, Microsoft becomes the world's most valuable company, valued at $261 billion as well. The Heaven's Gate cult commits mass suicides in California in 1997. And finally, I'll finish with Mother, Mother Teresa passed away in Calcutta. A lot, of, a lot of world events happened in 1997 as we approach Y2K. With that, I will conclude today's Halloween Horror, and I will be back tomorrow to give you a film in 1998. Stay tuned for that. But until next time, I am Matt Johnson, and I remain in the shadows.